0: Get 80% off your impression
1: kit when you use code WONDERY at bite.com. That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. So, so, Andrea, to, to be able... Just burped. I just did a oh, that, burp. Just okay. to get, I just got to get it out. Well...
0: I'll whip one up for you
1: <laughs> a little bit later. Oh, you don't need to burp as well. Oh, okay. Mine's just my uncontrollable vertigo, I think, is causing um, excess gas I'm in my body. So sorry. Uh, Yeah, well... After
0: everything we saw yesterday, which was Wednesday, which is normally our recording day.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, usually that's when we do record. But, you know, we got really distracted. Distracted
0: by the collapse of our society and government. Um, I mean, the attempt. The attempt, the, the, of course. The attempt by, yeah. A bunch yeah. of lunatics. But mm-hmm. uh, the only way to be able to show up today was to, I'm, I've just been ignoring the news all day. So that I don't Uh go down a goddamn dark spiraling. Because that's what was
1: happening yesterday. We were like, let's push recording. What the fuck is happening? Yeah, I sat in my bed. uh, I think I was like, should we skip boot camp? Like Brian and I had been doing boot camp, but we did it like two crazy exercise classes two days in a row. Right. And I was like, let's just skip today. Like this is all prior to all everything that started. And then I sat in bed F- in t- for hours i sat in bed for hours and then I, fi- I finally was like should we get up and move should i like should i eat something and then when we finally ate something we sat outside and ate and i think i texted you it was like taking a lunch break in hell like that's what it felt like <laughs> i was like you know it's like it's been a crazy day uh but uh, this roast beef with poblano mustard's pretty tasty Ooh, that does sound really good um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, I was really proud. I texted everyone in our in our group that we talked to. I was like, "Update. I rode the bike and took a shower. Officially allowed <laughs> to start drinking
1: now. You know, because I was. Yeah. It just. It was just hard. I can't believe I didn't start drinking till five p.m. You know. I I didn't drink at all. Again, the vertigo triggers things when, especially when I drink. But I did. It was one of those days where I was like, I took a shower and then like a few hours later, I was like. I feel like I need to take another shower. <laughs> like it was one of those days where it's like showers. Like, just take a bunch oh, of showers, too. Just wash it all off. Rinse off that. Just wash wild off what your wild. eyes have seen oh boy all Woo! right well well here we are welcome to side work podcast <laughs> welcome to side work uh you
0: know um we're happy to be here we saw online a lot of you saw everything we did and uh-huh, uh-huh, we're not uh-huh. terribly impressed uh by what you saw <laughs> it was super frightening uh and we were going to do sort of a, uh, we have this, and don't worry, we're going to do it next week. We, we're going to do we're it. We're yeah. so excited about the episode that we wanted to do, but again, mm-hmm. for emotional reasons, just to keep our sanity, we're like, let's keep it light and fun, maybe a little topical and uh, read some of your server submitted stories again.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we thought that would be really fun, you know. But we do want to get into uh, a couple things first. First of all, if you guys haven't joined the Patreon, as always, please join. Uh, you know, get on over there to the Patreon link, mm-hmm. which is on our Instagram. Yes, it is. Um, see the different tiers you guys can get into, and 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 let's have some fun in twenty twenty one, guys. <laughs> huh. Let's
0: do it Uh, Yeah, fantastic Please subscribe, rate, and review Over on Apple iTunes Podcasts We see that a few of you have done it And we appreciate it It's just really good uh, for us Like I keep saying It keeps us relevant and in the charts Because that's how people get listed is having lots of subscribers, ratings, and reviews, um, which is great because we have a really nice amount and we can always use more. And it's literally like a two-second task. So if you can look for us over there and just smash that five-star button and write something nice, that would be dope as hell. Um, Yeah, so
1: let's totally. hop into some headlines. Let's get headlining with it. Yeah, man we We have some great headlines. I mean, no surprise eater d c is on top of their shit, you know, and just staying super duper duper topical um this first article that I want to talk about um is basically just l- like all the restaurants in d c like especially in that downtown area, like all saw this coming,
0: like, yes. everybody
1: knew what was going to happen and with because of the behavior with trump supporters in the past they already knew what they were getting into and they're just like oh fuck like it's going to be on like a scale times like a thousand i mean so, so this article basically talks about, you know, there's this bakery, Rose Avenue Bakery, um, which is only open from Thursday to Sunday. And Wednesday, which, you know, yesterday was yesterday, is like they're really only huge. It's their huge prep day, right. basically. And be, and they have to make the decision, like, do I stay open and prep for my business for the weekend? Or do I think of my own safety and shut down and ultimately fuck myself and fuck myself out of money during a pandemic? Like, these are the decisions that restaurants Had to make prior prior to this Huge fucking shit show Yesterday
0: yeah Yeah Um, and as we All know like everyone's already Been struggling you know where every Customer turned away is dollars that Are not going to line your pockets and that are not Going to help keep you afloat after all this Shit and so what a mental conundrum to be in you know where some places i mean as we'll talk about all these other headlines and and everything we saw happening in dc
1: it was a real gamble to decide to open or close Um, totally hotels are shutting down you know uh, and there you also it's almost like the most warped it's almost like a fucking jimmy buffett buffett concert like came to town like a bunch of parrot heads but they're like trump trump butts let's call them trump butts instead of parrot heads uh Come to town days in advance and prep So they have, like, a front and center fucking view of insanity And so, of course, they're already descending upon restaurants Um, And, of course, what other choice? I mean, this is the thing about working in restaurants Is, like, your bias kind of, like, is is checked at the door, you know? Right You're there to feed people Of course And we do And, like, here's the thing uh, For anyone who might
0: quickly feel like we're being really alienated or partisan. Um, we're not trying to be, even though I think we're really clear that we don't we don't like Trump at all. Uh, he's a menace <laughs> to society and his fans are out of their fu- fucking minds. Um, but in any normal situation, of course you serve people who wear the red hat. Of course you totally. do. You know, you can joke about it or have your inside thought, but we don't... It's just not the nature. They're not getting turned away from restaurants as a matter of right. fact they fucking terrorize and get their way all the time right. um right. this is more that what you were seeing was on top of um throngs and sort of like scary group it, it's sort of like the way you batten down the hatches for saint patrick's day you that's know what i'm saying yeah that's what i'm saying but it's the, like the extra point got, sorry sorry i was i was gonna say it's like it's not just the red hat it's the mix of Trump and also I don't believe in COVID you are not going to get right. me to put On a mask so fuck right. that
1: That's really that's more what what's it happening. is And I think the anticipation Of a lot of these restaurants was that like They are they know that right They know the behavior Right right of, of course group um, you know, there's a tweet on this article from at Brian Rapp that says, like, be safe today, service workers in DC. I already had to kick out two Trump supporters who wouldn't put on masks. They said, enjoy being slaves on their way out. You know what you say when you're accustomed to privilege. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. what a fucking mess. <laughs> it's right. Because all...
0: it's it's it really is is like you are making the choice to be extra exposed in all the ways exposed to a virus exposed mm-hmm. to a day of probably non-stop fighting uh with customers which as we know any type of unruly day where like where we talk about Santa Con or like I said St. Patty's like and the thing is most of these people weren't even drunk it's just their conspiracy theories right right that exactly. drive so, this attitude
1: so switching to this next article um in the eater talking about this restaurant called the alibi yeah um was basically they're talking about how goddamn busy they were all day uh inundated with people who were going to the rally who wanted to go food who weren't complying with 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 public health standards today not wearing masks very close together kept asking over and over again can we eat inside like the hotel let's just do it why can't we do it here um and the, the person who work? I mean, the whole staff said that like they all they never stopped moving so much that they had no fucking clue what was even going down in. Right. that's how busy they were.
0: They didn't know that like someone had been blocks sh- away, shot and killed, that people had breached. The Capitol and we're literally in the chambers, sitting in the house speaker's chair, getting in her office and stealing sensitive material. It's the most insane thing I've ever seen.
1: And that that itself says to all of us who understand the restaurant industry, how busy you actually are to not even know. No idea what's happening between your fucking weeded tunnel vision. Yeah. You know. That's how insane it is. And the, it, it is pretty, it's not so to be, and again, this comes down to like, yeah, I have to make money to survive in this pandemic. Yes, this is what I do. I own, I, I run a restaurant, but man, oh man
0: well can you fucking imagine people were you know I think the optics of someone you know anyone with any opinion can go in take a quick picture blast it and be like no you know no social distancing being observed here in this restaurant the alibi because they were being accused of allowing indoor dining they were not they were just packed to the gills with Trumpers who were waiting for carryout but refused to go outside and because they were indoors and don't care about masks they just took them all off and were on their phones totally. doing whatever they wanted so oh, it did yeah, look it looked like indoor dining but it wasn't he he he's like no, it, they just walked by every sign that said you have to have a mask on to be served and everyone's like yeah fuck you we're gonna dine inside and it's oh like, yeah it's crazy like as far as the alibi owner is concerned the fucking trump rally stormed his business and his business only
1: Oh it's, I mean it took over everything I mean as as things do again like that's why I think of it is like a music festival like a <laughs> you know what I mean like I a, like a, yeah but um, you look at some of these these tweets of the videos that were sent out from the alibi, and it literally looks like Super Bowl Sunday with people like screaming at the TV. So, you know, it it it's it, it is a lot. And then on top of it, can you imagine like this chaos happening where you don't even know what's going on? Then all then you get word you have to close at six. Yep. You know? And then you have to be like, at what point do you cut that off and say you can't get your order now. Like, how backed up are you? What a fucking day! Totally. What?
0: What a day. What a day in the weeds. Uh, under siege. You know that. Maybe that's our new term for in the weeds in
1: twenty twenty one. We're under siege. Under siege. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is also a really pretty, not terrible Steven Seagal movie. No, it's pretty bad. Uh, I think it was his most commercialized one, though. Ooh, anyway, okay. we'll do a different episode on that. Yeah, <laughs> right. Be bonus content on the Patreon. Uh- <laughs>
0: i'm so tired
1: (laughs) lastly i mean or to add on to so jose andreas who we fucking love uh who runs world central kitchen he activated it last night dc is his home he's an amazing uh chef humanitarian fucking philanthropist his Number one thing is to feed the hungry, yes. right? Yeah. If you guys don't know this, and um, was doing it prior to the pandemic, but like now with the pandemic has just set up like the most beautiful kitchens, not only to help like. All across the board, hungry people, but like really has given back a lot to um, restaurant staff and workers, um, in 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 the hu- in the front of the house and in the back of the house. But so last night, of course, he activated it, um, drove to Bethesda immediately, picked up 120 pizzas from Domino's, fucking delivered them to police officers who were hungry. Um, you and I were talking about I tweeted you or I tweeted. She, I texted you. We just tweet to each other. We're, we're text. that um, we're that impersonal at this point that I wait for a,
0: a notification that Andrea I, tweeted at me. Did she tweet
1: at me? Did I like, do I have to retweet it? Is that how we Um, uh, <laughs> but I, I texted you last night and I was like, you know that there's amazing restaurants feeding these people. They're going tonight, to feeding right. the cops. And f- taking care of the police
0: officers, um, which You know, like, obviously, I've started to go down uh, a rabbit hole of conspiracy theory. Uh, We all saw the videos of some weird people letting the gates open and letting these people mob the Capitol. Like, whatever. The average person was called in from neighboring states and out of the out of the goodness and the necessity of helping to control the situation um, are far away from home, further than they would normally be with no one looking out for them to be hydrated and fed while risking their safety and once again like potentially being trampled by insane rioters and I think it's just, you know, it's important to note that, like, you really do fuck everybody over, even though it's for the safety, when everything closes at six. Right. And everyone's right. going to be on the streets until six in the morning the next day. Right. And it it extended to their cities as well. So, say, if they were let off their shift halfway through the night, everything's closed in Maryland anyways. Totally. You know? So, this totally. was a really fantastic reason to show no preference and to just be like these are people who need to be fed and that's Correct. why the restaurant industry can be such a fucking beautiful beautiful thing sometimes. Oh my God. You know?
1: He's I mean other than picking up pizza then there's there's like videos of him around DC like just being like this is I I I'm like here I am in front of the Capitol building like here I am where where does the constitution live Brian uh, you know the hall. Where's the right? I, I know what you're gonna say too. I <laughs> God,
0: last time I was Ugh, at the my brain is broken. I mean I've never been. I've I've gone to DC a bunch, but
1: I've only it's gone. The, it's the archives. It's the big it's the, the hall archives. of archives. It's the big archive. So like there, you know, he's standing in front of the archives building, just being like this is where the most important document in the country lives. Like this city is so important to me. This Mm -hmm. is my home. I have become everything here. Like just such a love letter to his city. And then cut to him like at 1am in his kitchen, making pasta and stews and frying eggs for sandwiches and delivering them all night long. Like, do we Ugh. all? Can we reflect for a minute? And yet, no right. fucking bailouts. You know what I mean? No bailout. No bailout.
0: Nope. This person's just like, let me feed thousands for free because clearly you're not taking care of your police officers either. Um, but think of how wonderful it feels. It's cold in DC, and because it's the Eastern Seaboard, it's it's a weird, like muggy cold is the best way to describe how it is in like Maryland and DC and that whole area. Swampy, swampy. Mm-hmm swampy but cold it's like an impossible mm-hmm. feeling and to just have <laughs> someone hand you a foil a hot foil a nugget fucking of a God, sandwich. Oh,
1: sandwich that, is, that feels like love it warms your I hands I thought about that I know and you take a bite and you then you like like the emotion sets in because like your your taste and your senses take over and something delicious in your mouth and you're just like i would probably start crying i would lose my shit after the day i had to be like here i made you a beautiful egg sandwich like i'm getting weepy thinking about it i know i know
0: food is love and food unites and we've seen a real fracture just occurring in our country and listen a, a lot of those people were as extreme as it gets um it's Not reflective of, I think, the way we do function as a society. Obviously, we keep shining lights on all the ways we are not for everybody and have absolutely oppressed and held people down. And it's a horrible story of racism all throughout our history. But this was some other something that is just like, wow, the privilege and complete delusion on full display right now is really, really frightening. But it, it we needed to see that so that we move forward it, never letting something like this or let a one crazed man i'll get off this it, it, it's just that the point is like we've been doing everything wrong restaurants provide nourishment even for the for the least of us the craziest of us we all deserve food we all deserve love and the fact that we have been you know Absolutely left out in the cold
1: This was just the real hero The MVPs are were restaurants yeah. yesterday It just goes to show that like people know Their job and they know when to step up and I think That that's that's really what it is That people know that they even 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 restaurants that continue to Do delivery into into the night you know No pickup no no going in but just Like delivering food like through the night To people who need it and don't have any other Means of, of getting it which is great so we Thank you DC restaurants for fucking Stepping it up and like continue to stay safe like with everybody else and yeah yeah
0: and I hope on inauguration day
1: you get like really cool laid back
0: customers but hard to say
1: hard to say I hope so so Well, gosh, let's, uh, we want to do a server submitted uh, episode for you guys today, which is what we we talked about before. So let's just fucking dive in, shall we? Yeah. Okay. So mm, first story. So most recent dumbass of the week (laughs) got a service bar ticket, which said kettle one up key lime martini with no (laughs) server in sight when I got it. I waited to make it until the server in question appeared when she arrived. The server in question explained, he said, you would know what it is. You know, he gets them all the time in Florida, <laughs> to which I replied, hell no, I don't know what it is. Mind you, half of my family is born and raised, uh, in Florida. Uh, I know good key lime pies and I could imagine what a key lime pie cocktail might be, but I bartend <laughs> at an Italian restaurant in Philadelphia, which is somehow getting busier by the day. Oh, God. <laughs> we do not have key limes, nor do I have time to figure out, uh, how to get that subtly sexual tart creaminess of a good key lime pie into a cocktail on the fly i love this you're right it it's an art the server elaborates that the guest says it has vodka lime and pineapple okay all right far from the actual actual S- recipe best yeah um anyway i did my best and later on he was waiting to get in our single occupancy Unisex restroom which is a whole nother story uh, send us stories about That please where we we're, were please Yes this Guest appears he's terminally Bald and, and in his 60s 70s And he came directly up To my COVID free service bar and Told me hey I'm the troublemaker <laughs> As if I gave a shit <laughs> he explained he had just gotten back from Key West where he got this cocktail everywhere, everywhere. and i and i was missing the graham cracker crust <laughs> i wanted to tell him to go fuck himself with the covid covered microplane but of course i played along and said i'm so sorry but there's not much call for ground crackers or key limes in an italian restaurant in philadelphia sir i'm so glad you enjoyed our your evening with us (laughs) um oh also i forgot the dash of cream which i would never just serve to a stranger (laughs) i love this person. <laughs> anyway, Happy New Year. Keep up the good work, fam. That's from Shapeshifter. Oh, this is just, the, and this is
0: a thing that we've all seen in restaurants and with bartenders when the customer clearly knows more than you, I know. and they go, the bartender will know how to make it. And you know what's
1: up, I'm sure. I mean,
0: we're kind of back in the pocket of like the dirty on the side people. Remember that from oh, a year yeah. ago? Yeah. Everyone who's like, gross, there's olive juice in this dirty martini. <laughs> you said you wanted that. No,
1: no, no. Just put the dirty on the side. <laughs> Don't you miss the? I bet everybody misses those days where people like fucking ordering drinks like they're no clue what they're talking about. Now, as a couple of gals who used to enjoy some key lime martinis together back in the day, oh god, way back in the day, um, there was absolutely graham cracker crust on these well thought out key lime martinis, um, which were basically like drinking melted ice cream. Let's 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 not. I'm going to... around the bush. There
0: is nothing more delightful than a sugar booze high, which, <laughs> you know, until you develop your palate a little bit later in life, I totally understand the appeal. I, I also think, like, when you're not a liquor drinker, that's your gateway in. Because who would never drink liquor in their life suddenly... Drink straight up vodka And go This is delicious Oh and yeah s- Kids in the hall Classic girl drink drunk girly drink uh, drunk Baby <laughs> it's, it's your gateway You know My But ma- it is a, a weird Sugar buzz A weird sugar high Which is why We're such tiki Slits. i know because it. not i mean it's it's bad news but especially when you know you go in on an empty stomach it hits all the pr- parts in your brain where it like serotonin your stomach is happy you you know everything you get the tingles it's so good but i remember one time i was uh my mom and i went to uh can cancun together uh that's a long story um and she's not a she's not a drinker. She barely drank red wine yet at that point, but all day every day at the inclusive resort and on the beach, uh basically the servers just walk up and keep asking you you know, how many margaritas do you want? And my mom and I drank ourselves under the table with margaritas every day because they're fucking delicious. She'd never really had one and she was like they taste like this and when we when we came home back to michigan my mom had to go to the hospital because of tachycardia and dehydration because she never oh. drank so much liquor in her life um and like she came back with her like fucking electrolyte levels all off probably because she went a date without margaritas and her body right. was like where's the sugar Dependent salt and booze on it. <laughs> and she had to, like it ended up just being like a heart flutter, but it was from the full on margarita, uh, fucking wow. madness we had.
1: Now the question was though, was she was she like, no, I want my margarita made like I had it in Mexico. Actually, oh, it was did she? <laughs> you mean how I have
0: been the, for the remainder of my life?
1: You know, I'm a nightmare right. to get a get a margarita. I know with. you are. Yeah. I know you kind of are. You're kind of like actually the bartender will not know what I'm talking about. So can I just go have a conversation with the bartender? <laughs> I feel like that's broke. <laughs>
0: But I told you And thank god Now there's a name For the way A real margarita Is made Which is Absolutely A a skinny margarita Sure Which you're Anyways
1: Anyways Anyways We don't (laughs) Anyways Key lime martinis Different story Um Man Also like I feel like Drinks like that Are a little out of fashion They are we Whatever talk, We talked about it In our swing bar Uh episode With Kara Clank Where
0: like Bringing like a tray Full of all Of these like Ridiculous martinis Sloshing into each other Espresso very, martini. Very early
1: aughts Very early aughts So early aughts And the glasses yeah, Shapeshifter though Great story Glasses
0: were too big too Just way too much of that In a glass Um Fuck yeah, dude. Thank you for sending that in, Shapeshifter.
1: Uh, Send bathroom stories. Uh, By the way. Yeah, everyone send bathroom stories. Hint, hint. Hint, hint, bathrooms.
0: Okay next on this is fun because it's dipping back into retail which i think we're going to revisit again because it's it opened a pandora's box amongst our listeners and uh new people who are like i have a lot of retail stories so (laughs) i think we'll uh we'll start going there a little more all right hi i love the recent retail focused episode and i especially appreciated the shout out to my fellow peeps who worked at video rental stores While I've been in restaurants and bars for a while now, I spent four years slinging DVDs at a job I simultaneously loved and hated. Nice. Yep, I know the feeling. Video store rental is both customer service and retail, or sometimes neither, when you're trying to find another job after the store Closest. Oh, got it. Yep. Because those went the way of the dinosaur. Yeah, they. Yeah. Yeah. People were more rude to me there than they ever were in six years of
1: bartending after. Wow, I believe I I fucking believe that
0: 100%. What do you mean you don't have this movie? Okay. Here's one of my favorite stories. One night after about one night, about an hour before closing, two of my coworkers get a call from a different radio, video rental store in town warning them a lunatic in a red coat is headed their way. Who wants to get a call? I, this sounds like the rest it
1: sounds like a Stephen King story. Seriously, like, I,
0: I, I, yeah, yeah. Also, like everyone in D.C. got a call at their restaurants yesterday. Lunatics oh, in red hats, and red hats, <laughs> Are coming your way. <laughs> uh, okay. About fifteen minutes later, this man shows up. A big, stocky guy wearing a, wet, a red windbreaker with a thick Italian American accent. Okay. He want yeah, okay. He wanted to open. Sounds like a valet guy. I'm just saying. I know. Seriously. <laughs> He wanted to open an account so he could rent a few movies. To open an account, a person needed to be 18 or over and submit their name, phone number, some sort of ID number. We were pretty lenient on what people could use as an ID and, and an address. He refuses to show his ID or give us his phone number. He also wouldn't tell us his address, but he gave us instructions instructions on how to find his apartment. As in, <laughs> take two left turns and then go down a block. It's a white apartment building, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. While the guys working that night allowed him to bully them into renting him some movies, he was incredibly intimidating. And it's it's just not worth fighting someone over a $10 copy of Mystic <laughs> Pizza or whatever he was renting. One of the managers eventually insisted on seeing the ID. He had an incredibly generic name like Gary Johnson, which, by the way, my parents voted for him in uh, 2016. Anyways. Oh, yeah. Or or something. Really not what you would guess upon hearing his accent. So we were all sure that he was some mobster sent to our tiny town through the Witness Protection Program. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Yep, mm -hmm. this is adding up. Despite being so sketchy, he did manage to always return his movies on time and undamaged. So he was doing better than a lot of our customers. Hope he's all right these days. Thanks so much for all the hard work you two do. Godspeed and good tips, Jasmine.
1: Oh man. I wonder if he just rented My Blue Heaven and Goodfellas like <laughs> over. <laughs> and he's signed like, over again. He's like those were the days. Those yeah, were the days. I'm really hoping I can also coach a little league team at some point, which is hey. part of the plot point of my blue heaven. Uh <laughs> i love it i love it he's like Ig. i'm gonna start doing movie reviews of obscures 80 movies anytime you guys this is gonna be the new patreon content oh boy Siege, followed by my blue heaven and then you know what the third one you guys pick. it's your turn to pick a movie <laughs> we went back uh last
0: week sean and i watched the blues brothers it was so fucking good
1: Dude, it actually it really holds up. It's it's such a silly, silly film, uh, peppered with the hippest fucking musicians of the seventies or early eighties. Seventies, whatever. It was yeah about about.
0: But I yeah because like I hadn't seen it in so long, and I was just like, oh my god, I forgot that they got Aretha Franklin for a scene. Mm -hmm. The Cab
1: Calloway. Like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, it's so good if you've never seen the Blues Brothers. I'm assuming that is when Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi had their shithole bar that they never charged anybody for drinks for, that they would bartend yep. at and just do drugs into the night. And every single amazing musician, actor, poet, writer, artist, celebrity fucking hung out there so they could do whatever they wanted. They
0: were royalty and they were like 29 years old. Mm-hmm. It's fucking crazy Yeah I, I actually Want to learn more About that bar That they that they Had where everyone I know I free. know It
1: would be fun to do Maybe we'll dig deep mm-hmm. And do like a really Weird spin-off. Um Anybody knew If we just We could probably Book Jim Belushi now I'm sure he's not That busy I'm that's not Jim. A Jim Belushi. Oh god Joe Jim uh- All right. Well, let's get into the next story. Here we go. Okay. Hi, ladies. I've been listening for a while now and hearing so many experiences. I thought you would enjoy one of the more memorable experiences I've had. Of course, I fucking love a segue sentence into a story. Me too. I'm a manager at a pretty huge wing bar in Texas. I won't name the place because uh, my stories are some of the worst people, but the place is amazing. But I've done everything from serving, dishwashing, cooking and bartender. So I'm very sympathetic towards my staff and always back them up, even at the expense of getting yelled at uh, and occasional losing, losing a guest. Fine. This is incredible probably not the best practice, but have a very high morale for the staff uh, and that's happy to come to work and will pick up ships for you w- when you can't. That's fucking crazy. I love this guy. Okay. So we have this membership for guests that if you buy two entrees or spend at least $18, you get either a free app or dessert depending on what the special is that week. But on occasion, we'll let the requirements slide to make the guests happy. No big whoop. We're in the business of putting smiles on faces. Oh, this guy's Very nice. Got a great attitude. On the level. That being said, I won't tolerate assholes that come in with a mentality that their $20 is going to make or break our restaurant. Of course, this is a lot. There's a guy that was somewhat irregular. There's a guy that was somewhat irregular who would always sit at the bar. Think a heavyset Paul Wall. I had to look that guy up, by the way. He's a rapper mixed with Fred Durst with a pencil, thin beard, grill and covered in tack tacky jewelry. So you got that picture, Brooke? (laughs) Yes. Yes, I do. He calls me over to ask me what the special for the week is. I tell him that it's a certain app. And then he asks what he does he have to do to reach the requirements to get said free app. I look at his belt and tell him that he's $2 short of meeting the requirements. He said, "Okay, I wanted to ask. I just wanted to ask and I'll think about it. And then he goes back to talking with his friend. We get questions like this all the time. So I didn't think anything of it. I go to the bartender and tell them that if he asks, uh, even without meeting the $2 tip, just give him the app. And then I'll comp it and I'm happy to make him happy. And then hopefully the bartender will get a bigger tip. Great. A thir- About 30 minutes or so. A server goes up to me and says the guy at the bar was asking for me, thinking that he was calling me over to say that he appreciated the free app or he was going to ask another question. So I walk up to him with a smile and ask how his meal was. He cuts me off and tells me to wipe that fucking smirk off my face and how fucked up it was to not give him that app for free. Okay. taken back by this response. <laughs> I say, first officer, do not cuss at me. You never asked me for it. You just asked what the requirements were, but to get it. And I told you, I even asked you if you wanted it. And you said that you would think about it. And if you would have asked for it, I would have given it to you, but you never asked for it. I'm a big guy over 6'6", six, six, and have been told that I can be pretty scary looking. So he lowers his tone after that. <laughs> he then went on about me implying that he couldn't afford the extra two dollars then informed me that he's uh, a millionaire who drives a maserati <laughs> <laughs> oh my god at this point i'm already annoyed so i respond with are you complaining about spending extra two dollar and extra two dollars um he says he's tired of this shit and i agreed to, i agree and tell him that he should leave and he tosses his card at the bartender while I'm standing there to make sure he doesn't try anything, and the greatest thing happens at that moment. (sighs) The bartender drops the card in front of him and says, card declined. (laughs) And the look of embarrassment on this asshole's face is fucking priceless. I go... Let me guess, you spent too much money at the Maserati store? (laughs) (laughs) Tell you what, I'll take care of it tonight, big spender, while I pat him on the shoulder (laughs) and I watched him walk away looking completely defeated. I did get a complaint on it and, and was pulled into the office afterwards to explain what happened, but the bartender backed me up saying how rude the guest was and I even took care of his meal for him when he said he didn't have enough money to pay, so... You know, you know, what's the problem? No problem? Right. Yeah, there's no problem. Like my, my GM agreed and I went back to work. Moral of the story. Take care of your employees and they will do the same. Uh, I have a ton of stories from my decade or so in the service industry that if you'd like me to share, yes, we'd love for that. Uh, I, I will I will give them to you. From the time uh, a guest tried to fight me over a booth, how a guest just assumed I was getting married and tipped me a huge amount of money, or how I accidentally got in the middle of a gunfight by breaking up a fight. Wow. Eek. Keep up the great work and keep putting smiles on faces. Jay. Oh, my oh God, boy. Jay. Yes, we want to hear... Eek.
0: I I don't send them all. Send them all, guys. Send them all. Tell us all the stories. All of them. It it could be a whole episode. Maybe not. But the 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 dark, mystifying places people go to in their minds about the booth. What
1: is it about booths? We should do a booth episode. Fuck. (gasps) Oh fuck. Brian's going. Yeah Everyone Yeah 100% do a booth episode And they
0: always want it For two people And it's a 10 person booth And I don't get it Okay It's prime real estate
1: Well we should quit Talking about it Because we don't want to Spoil anything for you guys when we do the booth episode, but definitely Jay. not, 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 not John Wilkes Booth. No, right? no, no, that
0: that guy sucks. Uh, yeah. Definitely send a story about someone fighting you over a booth. Um, yeah, that's crazy. But I love, I love that is such like a male fragility, toxic masculinity thing
1: to be like. I'm a fucking millionaire with a Maserati. And you, so you know I drive Maserati with a million. Mean, I just asked you about $2 for that, what I have to do. Like,
0: It's just people take the weirdest things so personally, especially when it comes to money, especially when they're trying to like look like the fucking big dog. you know. And it's just amazing that you would throw attitude like that because guess what happens? Your car gets declined. Anytime you do shit
1: like that. Yep. Instant karma.
0: Baby. Yes. Um, I did get an article from Aaliyah that uh, Pence was out to eat uh, last week and tipped $5 on a $45 tab.
1: Oh, dear Buddy lord. Buddy boy.
0: I know. Granted, uh, I'm excited to watch him continue to do the right things. Good for
1: yeah, good for
0: Mike Pence. Uh, His whole family was in the Capitol yesterday. Ugh, yeah, that whole thing. Oh, my God. Anyways. Yeah, it's it's always the person who's like, I'm a fucking millionaire. And then they tip 15 percent and you're like, oh, yeah, that's how you do it. By being cheap. That's how you have all this money by never sharing it.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. But, you know, don't be a fucking asshole about it. Just just do what you're supposed to do. You don't need to tip it astronomically. That's save that for the really save that for the angels. Just do what you're supposed to do the
0: the wealthiest and and most generous people with their wealth never look like the person who is
1: wealthy because
0: yep yep they're not they're not play acting
1: it's basically like an episode of undercover boss which i'll also be reviewing on patreon <laughs> <laughs> i we, don't know why I'm, i don't know why i'm stuck on this runner i'm gonna go with it though I,
0: you know but i have to um you know maybe a new thing we could do too is like i never really got into that show bar rescue and i was remembering that Kara Clank worked on it. And um, I was like, oh, man, we should go back and maybe like watch some episodes and get everyone uh, on the pod to listen (laughs) to like everyone who listens to watch a certain episode of Bar Rescue. And then we'll break it down together. Maybe bring back the live live stream it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that'll be (laughs) Patreon content. But it's uh, that could be really, really fun because, you know, our our brains would fucking explode watching that show.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely
0: all right we're gonna do another story round it out nicely i love that we had two restaurant and to retail this week oh the next one must be is retail then it is i'm just i'm just handling the retail tip today so i love it i love it here we go hi ladies i started out at longs do you know what a longs is is yeah longs drug it's a yeah it's it's a i believe west coast based yeah I, i assumed it was that i've just never been in one so okay i started out at longs when i was 15 and a half Intended originally as a way to get out of the house and make a little money, but turned into an 11-year abusive relationship of sorts. Wow. Long's was great. I miss it. But when they got bought out by CVS, things went downhill fast. A once fully staffed store became a skeleton crew to save corporate money. I have so many stories about extreme couponers. I want to hear them. Disgruntled people who don't understand that cashiers don't make the return policies and shoplifters. So many of these stories, I could write a novel. In the meantime, just send them our way. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> One really out there story that sticks out is the time I had a man in his 60s ask me to bear his children.
1: <laughs> bluff, bluff. <laughs>
0: That is somehow more offensive than someone just saying nice ass. Um, Okay. This man would come in, stroll around aimlessly, then come up and talk me to death, regardless of if I was on the floor or on the register. He escalated to calling the store to ask if I was working and when I was off, which you're not allowed to give out that fucking information ever about anyone god i was in my early 20s at this time and had no idea what to do and clearly neither did anyone who was in charge of your fucking store god i'd politely tell him that i'm not allowed to give that information to people so he took to just sitting in his car outside the store until he saw me leave oh my god god management wasn't worried about him and refused to confront him. He called one day saying he would really like to meet up with me one day because he had a special gift for me, one that only God can give. Oh, Jesus. I have chills. Okay. I obviously declined and immediately went to my boss. Oh, my God! (laughs) I know. Come to find out he had been in the store earlier and asked the assistant manager to give his number to any young brunette woman with blue eyes. She knew immediately he was talking about me in her early to mid-twenties because he wanted someone to help him carry on his family name. Still skews me out thinking about it. Corporate refused to do anything about it because, quote-unquote, he's harmless and he gets his meds here. We can't lose his business. Are we sure he's getting his meds? Yeah,
1: right? It doesn't sound like he, he might be getting them, but I'm not sure he's taking them. He's getting
0: the sugar pills, you know what I'm saying? He continued to come in almost daily. I worked out a code among my coworkers for them to announce over the speakers so I could go hide in the warehouse until he was gone. God damn. Between that and having a boss who didn't think women should speak unless spoken to and the only words you were allowed to say to him were, yes, sir, I quit. It was two days before Black Friday. Oh, hell yeah. Great. I'm now a baker for Noah's Bagels. Same thing as Brugger's different name. I didn't know that i didn't know that either we have to go get some now because that's what we have in la um and i don't have to deal with customers ever oh yeah you've got those weird baker's hours girls uh girl so she says you two get me through my week thank you for everything and i am so sorry for the novel i just unloaded
1: on no, you no, no 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 no, never say that's, you're sorry no, no, never be sorry never be sorry Godspeed and good tips amanda dude this is fucking horrible Amanda,
0: This brings up a different side of the topic of like how few protections we have as workers. And it's an episode about creepy customers who start stalking male and female. I mean, women, I think, get the scarier version of it, you know, and as a bartender, we've talked about regulars who are yeah.
1: really creepy but you're like I can't prove they're going to do anything to me but I just have bad bad vibes but there's uh, there's like there's an obsession there yep absolutely someone who sits on the other side of the bar and like I, I what a ugh, ugh it was really like giving me horror story like flashbacks uh, of people who I know who be- have dealt with stuff like this in the service industry Um, thank you for shedding light in the retail side of it like I don't ever think about stuff like that in but like There's fucking creeps everywhere. Everywhere. You just, you have to protect yourself and you think you're doing the right thing. But for a corporation not to have your back when. and obviously, the person who ran this joint was a fucking creep himself. And that's a recipe for disaster that in the restaurant industry happens all the time. All the time.
0: Just because it's a bunch of, again, toxic male energy saying, like, he's harmless. And it's like, you've never been threatened by anyone, you motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You don't know what it's like to walk to your car every night with your keys between your knuckles like you're fucking Wolverine, you know? And it, it really... It's scary because they ignore the signs. It's escalating. And then guess who goes missing? You know? And then you're like, oh, in hindsight, must have been that creepy guy who stalked our employee.
1: And the amount of stress that you must have been going through during that entire run that you worked there is fucking insane. Uh, the stress put on your body, uh, on your mental state, and to be gaslit all the time and told that it wasn't that big of a deal. You're so is young. In, is Fucking crazy Of course you don't Which happens to so many of us In our 20s As young women Like this is 100% What happens over And over and over again
0: Yep And I, I do think there is This like fantastic reason Behind true crime With women Reporting it Being such a cultural revolution Because we're helping Teach younger generations The shit that no one Bothered to share on our behalf that we all had to learn the hard, hard, hard way. And I think, yeah. um, you know, that's why we love my favorite murder and all the murderinos because they're learning what they say over there all the time, which is fuck politeness, you know, mm-hmm. and to advocate mm-hmm. for yourself. Because sadly, in the service industry and retail, just giving someone customer service, they'll read it the wrong way if they're not mentally Absolutely. well and they think it's an invitation or that you like them when it's just the politeness And the nature of your job.
1: It reminds me of like, you know, if you see a coyote, be big, make yourself (laughs) big and yell and be like, get the fuck away from me. So if you see a predator, make it known that you are not going to take any shit. I know. And I am such like you can
0: when I was younger, you used to be able to roll over me. And I always wish I had the capacity for being a bitch.
1: Bitches, bitches
0: don't get fucked with. But I've never had, you know. I know you call me a bitch a lot, and I love you, and I know it's endearing. But you know, I, I can't. <laughs> I'm too scared to be mean or to stand my ground. Yeah, um, especially yeah. And we call each it bitches.
1: It's it's definitely different. Like I think that I, I, I agree, and I'm glad that Amanda's out of the situation. But it's just like, fuck, man. It really does take take you back to all the shit that you endured, like you're saying.
0: Yeah, and Blech. we definitely know better now and there's just a lot more advocacy, a lot more women who, you know, are very very um regimented about looking out for the other women because that's how we've survived life is protecting each other from men. Um yep. and then just more men in general who are woke and look after their entire staff. So I don't want to throw everyone under the bus. We hear like like we heard about Jay up there looking after yeah. his staff. Our friend Jason, oh, yeah. you know, we know there are lots of really great um Male managers, too, who really look out for the ladies and their men ma- yeah, you know, all everyone on their staff,
1: you know. But, um, very, very metaphoric for being fucking terrorized by a fucking older asshole psycho, uh, for a while. We've all been dealing with that in a huge capacity. No one knows
0: where he is. Did you realize that? No one knows his whereabouts. Like, they're really? like, no one's seen him. I mean, they assume he's hiding somewhere in the White House you know but uh like i'm like are we sure i mean
1: he's banned from social media so i feel like he can't be pinged well, he got back on today. He was allowed back on at about six a.m. this morning. I know he went through a staffer. It was I thought he went through like someone else. He oh. was like, "Give me your phone. I'm tweeting through your account." Like I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's what happened.
0: <laughs> right, but it's like that staffer has thirteen hundred followers, and it so it tweets that way. Where it's like everyone, this is actually Donald Trump <laughs> broadcasting to you. RT, Everybody's RT. Like, Get real, Bozo.
1: Though we know
0: it's not. we we should have. All done that on our own accounts yesterday. Said everyone, this is
1: not Brooke. (laughs) I'm the Spartacus. (laughs) Fucking. Uh, ass hat um oh god well god you guys as always if you have any of those server submitted stories like we always say send them our way i i love doing server submitted episodes actually i think they're so fun because you guys just i uh,
0: andrea and i only have so many experiences and to you know hear everything from you guys all across the country and globally it's just the best Best. I, I, they're never the same, other than that customers are always the same pieces of shit. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah, we're all united hearing them. Exactly. <laughs> so if you've been sitting on it thinking about it, we love throwing these your way. And we we do full server-submitted um story episodes, especially for the Patreon. If you really like mm-hmm. these, um, you can join at a $5 a month level. And we've got a few. God a few hours at this point of Really fun stories you guys have sent us Obviously we're not trying to keep them all Captive over there we like to Put them on the regular free Friday You know
1: show as well Ah, uh, God. Well, that was a fun episode, and f- we'll be back next week. Uh, who knows what will be happening who right, knows? Yet? but, but like we'll we be said, back, yeah, yeah, if you've got this
0: bathroom stories bathroom, not like your personal bathroom at home, please, okay? We're talking about the wacky wild world of a restaurant and bar bathroom and all the weird shit you've seen or experienced. Uh, the wild west of West want whiz palaces. <laughs> That's what I, yeah, the John. Okay, uh, we love you guys and you know what we say at the end. We love you and you're very special. No, we love no, you no. and you're no. very special.
1: <laughs> oh my god, you guys. Godspeed and good tips. Holy shit. Stay safe, you guys. We'll talk to you next
0: week. Bye-bye. You're very special.
1: Stop <laughs> it. I love you very much.